There is no donor equal to the guru in this world. This is the Bhajan Guru Samanane Data Jagame on page 141. The guru gives you the unseen thing. He tells you good things. Lust and anger have been imprisoned. Greed is also under his control. What you want to do tomorrow, do today. You will not get this company again. And you will fall into the wheel of 84, and you will suffer day and night. Shabbat is proclaiming loudly, have the company of the saints. Worship and remember the master, then Kal will bow before you. Kabir says, O Dharaman, listen, obey my words. Open the curtain and meet the Guru and come into the Divine Kingdom. There is no donor equal to the Guru in this world. Bhajan of Kabir Sahib on page 141. Guru Samana Nahidata Jagame Guru Samana Nahidata Guru Samana Nahidata Vas to a Guru Ne Vas to a Jagame Guru Samana Nahidata Guru Samana Nahidata Jagame Guru Samana Nahidata Guru Samana Nahidata Jagame Guru Samana Nahidata Kama Karoda Kate Kararake Kama Karoda Kate Kararake Lobakalino Nata Jagame Guru Samana Nahidata Guru Samana Nahidata Jagame Guru Samana Nahidata Guru Samana Nahidata Jagame Guru Samana Nahidata Kala kare so hala hi karale Kala kare so hala hi karale Virinamilaye sata jagame Guru samana nahidata Guru samana nahidata jagame Guru samana nahidata Guru Samana Nahidata Jagame Guru Samana Nahidata Chora si me jai paroge Chora si me jai paroge Virabhugato dinarata jagame Guru Samana Nahidata 
गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा जग में गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा जग में गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा शब्द पुकार पुकार कहते हैं शब्द पुकार पुकार कहते हैं काले सांतन साता जग में गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा जग में गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा जग में गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा सुमरा बंदगी कार सहिब की सुमरा बंदगी कार सहिब की काल निवाये माता जग में गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा जग में गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा जग में गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा कहीं कबीर सुनो आहारमन कहीं कबीर सुनो आहारमन मानो बचन हमारा जग में गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा जग में गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा जग में गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा पारदा कोल मिलो सतगुरु से पारदा कोल मिलो सतगुरु से आलोक दियारा जग में गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा जग में गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा जग में गुरु सम्मान नहीं डाटा there is no donor equal to the Guru in this world. Our next bhajan is on page 269. Sound Tulalaji Kripalaji. You are a jewel of Sound, O Kripalaji. You are the owner of the whole world. We have come to your court. Fill up the empty jolly. For you there are millions and thousands like me, O Sadguru, but I am also standing at your door and calling you. I am caught in midstream. I have come to your door after getting kicked and knocked. O oh, beloved Sadguru, embrace me. I don't have any control over my condition. O oh, giver, you had made promises to me. Come and fulfill those promises. 
Forget my mistakes and dwell in my heart. O oh, beloved Sadhguru, for you all the ways are open. I will bear all the pain with your support. Even the moon has hidden in the clouds after weeping, seeing my condition. Even the water of my eyes has dried up. Now all the night is over, the dawn has come. Still you have not come. What do I do, O oh my beautiful one? I am overwhelmed. All my life I will weep expecting your coming. All the beds are false. I will sleep on the true bed. The servant says, O oh Kapalji, gracious to the poor ones, the whole world is false. Only the relationship between you and me is real. You are a jewel of Sawan, O Kripalji. You are the owner of the whole world. We have come to your court. Fill up the empty Jolie. Bhajan of Sanchi on page 269. Sawanedatu <coughs> Sare jagada tu vali Aye tere dare bare Jihi joli bare de okali Sawane da tu Sare jagada tu vali Aye tere dare bare Jihi joli bare de okali Mere jayan tenu laka to hajaran Laka to hajaran me vitan kadisat guru tenu pukaran, tenu pukaran. Mere jayan tenu laka to hajaran, laka to hajaran. Me vitan kadisat guru tenu pukaran. Temnu pukaran Pasihan vicha mazdare de tere dvare te Aye rulandi rulandi Galela gale sat guru piare Ameri pesha najandi Sawane da tu la leji kire paleji sare jagada tu vali aye tere dare bare jihi joli bare de okali 
Ki tesi kole data Ake ni baja Ake ni baja Bulaja bulane meri Dila cha samaja Dila cha samaja Ki tesi kole data Ake ni baja Ake ni baja Bulaja bulane meri Dila cha samaja Dila cha samaja Kulehe sare rasate tere vasate Mere sat guru piare Katala vange sare duka ekatere sahare Savan da tu la legi kire pa legi sare jagada tu ali Aie tere dare bare gijoli bare de ocali Chanda viro roche bandela celuca ghea bandela celuca ghea Meri anchiane da pani visuca ghea pani visuca ghea Chanda viro roche bandela celuca ghea bandela celuca ghea Meri anchiane da pani visuca ghea pani visuca ghea Muca gaie sarirateve Hoi pravateve tu ajevinaiaia Chi carane mere sonea di lebare bareaia Sawane da tu la legi chi repa legi Sare jagada tu vali Aie tere dare bare Gijoli bare de ocali Sari umare teri Tange vicero vanghi Tange vicero vanghi Giuti e sege sacci, sege iutte sovanghi, sege iutte sovanghi. Sariu mare teri, tange vicero vanghi, tange vicero vanghi. Giuti e sege sacci, sege iutte sovanghi, sege iutte sovanghi. 
You are a jewel of Samhain, O Kripalji. You are the owner of the whole world. We have come to your court. Fill up the empty jolly. A reminder that two weeks from now, the ashram will host a meditation retreat in celebration of Santa Jay Singh's life. The retreat will begin with the Sunday satsang on July 6th and run through Friday, July 11th. For guests, including the weekend in their stay and for local initiates who can't attend during the week, the retreat schedule will also be followed on Saturday the 12th. Initiates are welcome to attend any of the meditation sittings. Schedules of satsang and meditation times are available in the big house. Local initiates who plan to participate are asked to use the sign-up sheet located at the book table to let us know for which meals they expect to be here. A children's satsang program will be held Tuesday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. There is a sign-up sheet for this also in the big house. Guests wishing to attend and needing overnight accommodations are asked to please let the ashram know as soon as possible. I want to begin today by paying tribute to a very lovely lady who I just found out uh, left the body and went to be with the master last month, Ruth Weinstein of Miami, Florida, who many of you will remember, who was a good friend of mine and uh, extremely helpful to me at different times. We corresponded extensively in the 1980s and I valued her advice and her wisdom very much. And I want to, in honor of her memory, read the relation, the um, record of the morning darshan at St. Bani Ashram here on August 16th, 1977, when Sanji was here, where Ruth began by making a statement. 
And Sanchi responded by telling a couple of stories. Um, one of which, it so happens, is the very next story in the book In Search of the Gracious One that we have been reading. So it kind of fits in very well. This was called A Bomb, and that's also the name of the story, the section in In Search of the Gracious One also. Ruth Weinstein, I would like to say something to my brothers and sisters about an experience that happened last Sunday, the morning before initiation, concerning Sanchi and meditation. I think that I would like to speak with the microphone so they can all hear. May I do so? Sanchi, chuckling after long pause, speak. Ruth Weinstein, thank you. This last Sunday, August 14th, I was thinking thoughts of love for him moments before the early morning meditation was to begin. Words of a song which had come right out of bhajan came into my mind. Uh, the sight of him gladdens my eyes, my heart, and how his departure brings tears and pain. And then he came and sat on the dais. I looked at his radiant face and thought, it will be dark here after you leave to go to India. At that moment, just before he put us into meditation, everything on the dais went into light. Everything went into pure and radiant light. Sanchi disappeared into that light, and he became that light completely, except for the black coat which he had been wearing, and that went all together into white solid and very white, white light, thereby showing me the solidity and dimensionality of his form inside of it, but proving at the same time the validity of the radiant light of everything else all around him, and the radiant light of all the rest of him, plus the dais on which he sat. With that, since we had just been put into meditation, I shut my eyes and went into tearful, grateful, heartfelt meditation. Master was pulling the strings of my heart out of love for me, and because he wanted to teach me some things I needed to know. One, even though our Sanchi will be in India, though we'll miss his radiant, charming, physical self terribly much, as long as we keep the pure, radiant light alive and in fullness within us, following our path of love as Master taught us to do, his light will remain here with us, always waiting inside to comfort us and lift us up to him. And if we let it, it will dispel the darkness which will inevitably surround us when he leaves for India to return, God knows when. Two. This gift from Master came to prove to us that there is no special place to sit to see such things, nor is there any special technique. The prerequisite is, I think, to feel the tug of love at your heart, to feel God's love filling your heart so much that it overflows out of your eyes into love for all. Because it's all His. He is all and all are in Him.
and of him. Then Master will prove to us that it is so, and he does it wherever and whenever he wishes. All we have to do is to love like anything. Three, lastly, this gift proves again, adding to the already long list, that Ajayb Sanji is Master's successor and the beloved of God. Master showed me that he had put all his light, his love, and his spiritual wealth and treasure into him. He gave our Sanchi all that light and love to manifest, to give to us, so much so that it overflowed, and so I was unable to see it, and, excuse me, and so I was able to see it. I thank Master and Sanchi for both the grace and the gift, and I just hope to God that he will help me to preserve it. And Sanchi commented, and this is the story that is the next one in, in Search of the Gracious One, also titled there, A Bomb. There was one dear one of Master Sawan Singh, whose name was Bailena. He was from a low caste, and 30 or 40 years ago in India, there was much problem with the caste system. And nobody allowed him to come and sit in the front row, because in the front row, the people of high caste who had very good personalities were sitting. So everybody used to hate him. That is why he would always go and sit in the back. But he was a very good meditator and he was advanced very much. And once Master Sawan Singh invited him excuse me a second into invited him in the satsang by Lena, you come and sit in the front. So in those people who were sitting in the front row saw that Bailena was coming there in his dirty clothes. They moved from the first row, thinking that if he came and sat with them, that will bring the problem to them, because he was untouchable. Now the government has made rules so that it is not like that, but still there is some problem. So when Bailena came and sat in the front row, the other people moved from there. So Master Sawansing asked him, do you have any bomb to drop on all these people? If you have anything to say, stand up and say it. So he stood up in front of all the sun god and said, you people are hating this body, but you should know that your beloved Master Sawansing spends all night in this body. He loves this body. And when he said that much to all the Sangat, Master Sawan Singh said, Bai Lena, that's all. That's all for today. Now you sit down. So pure souls, or the emotional souls, those who are having very pure love, when they have such types of experiences, they cannot hold them only to themselves. Until they tell all the people, they cannot get any satisfaction. I have much respect for this elderly lady because in the beginning when I first came here she told me of the experiences she had with Master Kripal and Master Sawansing and they were of the higher planes. Only rare meditators have that type of experience. I don't know her language and I don't know what bomb she has dropped today. Only you people know. 
There was a king who had two horns on his head, and he had a special barber who knew that secret. That barber was a wise man, and he was told by the king, you must not tell anyone that I have two horns. And he kept that secret only with him. And then by God's will, he left the body. And the king was worried that if anyone else would come, who knows if he will hold that secret to himself or if he will tell it to other people. But anyway, he called one barber and he asked him, do you know why I've called you alone? That barber, whose name was Veer Babaru, thought, maybe I am a competent barber. That's why he's called me. He said that he had this type of thought. But the king said, no, this is not the reason. I have called you here alone so that you may know this. And he took off his hat and he showed him the horns. And he said, now I have these two horns and I am appointing you as my personal barber. But you should not tell this thing to anyone else. If you tell anyone else, I will give you a very strict punishment. Not only you, but even your children and your family will be punished by me if you tell this secret to other people. But Veer Babaru was not very good at holding things to himself. So when he went back home, he was very nervous because that was a secret and he wanted to tell it to other people. On one side, he was afraid of the punishment because the king had told him in very strict words. But on the other side, he couldn't hold that thing to himself. So the size of his stomach went on increasing and increasing because that thing was in his stomach, in his within. Many doctors were invited and everybody examined him, but nobody knew about his disease because it was a mental disease and not physical but it was having a very bad effect on his stomach. Anyway, in the end, one psychologist came and he knew that it was some problem of mind. So he asked him, you tell me what is the thing which is bothering you? So he said, all right, you bring your ear to me and I will tell you something, but don't tell this thing to anybody else. That psychologist brought his ear near to Veer Babaru who had once remembered that the king had told him, I will punish you. So he said, no, no, I, I don't want to tell you. So the psychologist knew there was something bothering him and that he had to tell this thing to somebody else, otherwise he would not survive. He could not hold this thing within. So he said, all right, you tell some people to carry your bed to the forest where there is nobody, and you should tell your secret to one tree and in that way you will be free from this disease. So Veer Babaru told some people to carry his bed into the forest and he told them to go away. Because his stomach was very much increased, he couldn't walk a long distance. So he stood in front of the first tree he came to and said, I am Veer Babaru telling you and you should not tell this thing to anyone else. Our king has two horns on his head. And after that, because he had told this thing to the tree, he became free from the disease and he became all right. It so happened that the tree was a very good tree of the kind used in making musical instruments. Eventually it was cut down and harmoniums and drums and other musical instruments were made out of that wood. And because any sound which we are making in this creation is not spoiled, 
it flows from one place to another and is never destroyed in the same way that tree had absorbed that sound. Vir Babaru says this, the king has two horns on his head and you should not tell this thing to anybody else. After a few years, a son was born to the king and all the musicians and dancers were invited to play music and dance because they were very happy. And before starting that music, when they were tuning the instruments, the first note that came out was, the king has two horns on his head. So everybody was surprised and asked, who is saying this? So the drummers started tuning their drums, which said, Vir Babaru says this, but don't tell this thing to anybody else. Everybody started laughing, and when the king saw that no matter what he had told him, still he couldn't keep this thing to himself, he admitted it and took off his hat and showed, yes, really, I have two horns on my head. So in the same way, it is very difficult to hold anything to ourselves. This happens even with the Paramsants. They cannot even hold things within them. Kabir says, how can I remain quiet when I am knowing all your glory? And Bulashah says, if I keep quiet, it is very difficult for me. But if I tell the truth, it is just like a very great fire is created. So neither keeping quiet is good for me, nor telling out the truth is good for me, because when I am presenting the truth, not everybody likes it. Only the Paramsants can hold that thing to themselves, and sometimes they also fail, because it is very difficult to hold things to ourselves if we know the truth or if we have any experiences like that. I want to um, I want to read now a um, an underground room talk which Sanchi gave um, back in December thirty first, nineteen eighty eight which actually is the opening of his series of talks on the virus of Bhagradas, although this preceded the actual official series by a couple of months. But he obviously was um, had this in his mind. And um, I want to, I, we are working, as you know, everyone may or may not know, Sanchi very much wanted the Bhagardas talks to be published in the form of a book. He entrusted that work to me and told me many times that um, he wanted it done. And I have been very slow, I and others. It is not only me, but I certainly am equally slow. Uh, to get it going, but uh, with the grace of the Master, it is going to happen. And uh, this will probably be the opening of the book, the prologue. Begins with, uh, actually, it was an underground room session, and someone sang the bhajan O Sikha, which he refers to and relates to Bhai Gurdas in the course of the talk. So I want to read 
the words of Osika, which is the bhajan on page 79. Sika means disciple, of course. O oh, disciple, it is difficult to maintain the discipleship. One has to give up eye and mind. One has to give the gift of his head. It is easy to keep the name of disciple, but it is difficult to maintain the discipleship. First, one has to wash the dirt from within. Then one has to weep in the remembrance of the beloved one. One has to sigh cold sighs. He who wants to meet the beloved earns the love with a true heart. This is a very good opportunity to meet God. One has to die while living in this world. One has to give up happiness and climb the cross. From the outside, it is very easy to be called a servant or disciple, but it is very difficult to maintain the discipleship. If the disciple is independent of the passions and pleasures of the world, within him will be the kingdom of Kripal. Ajayb says, then it is very easy to go in the court of the Lord. O oh, disciple, it is difficult to maintain the discipleship. In the talk, Sanchi says, you have heard and read a lot about this place. It, of course, was the underground room where he was. He had meditated for two years um, nonstop, and which during the days of the Rajasthan trips, as many of us will remember very fondly, uh, we were allowed to go down there and on the very at the very end of the trip. It was a huge thing um, in which the trip very often coalesced and came into focus at that point. So you have heard and read a lot about this place. This dear one was singing the bhajan, O Sikha, in which the praise of the disciple is written. It tells who the disciple is. It also said how it becomes easier for the disciple to enter the court of the Lord if a disciple becomes a renunciate. If he becomes sad in respect to the worldly things, and instead of giving a place to the worldly pleasures, if he gives first preference to the Almighty Lord, to his master, then it becomes very easy for him to go within and enter the court of the Lord. Right now, our within is ruled by the worldly pleasures, plus the desires of this world. And that is why all the waves, all the streams, which are being created within us, are of the worldly nature. But if we become sad in respect to all these worldly pleasures and the worldly things, then our beloved master will start ruling our within. And afterwards, all the thoughts, all the streams, which will be created within us, will be related to the master. We will read a very brief Bani of Bhai Gurdas. This is a hymn of a couple of lines only. Bhai Gurdas was a Guru Sikh, that disciple of the master as described in O Sikha. He was the nephew of Guru Amardev Ji Maharaj, and also he was the maternal uncle to Guru Arjan Dev Ji, 
Maharaj. He was one who followed this path practically and he became successful after reaching Sachkhand. He witnessed the transfer of power when the masters left the body and he did that for at least four or five masters. He is a person who was so much devoted to the masters at that time that even in those days when there were not so many good means of transportation, he worked hard and brought 700 people to the feet of the master and made them get holy initiation. He did the seva of transcribing the Guru Granth Sahib when it was being compiled by Guru Arjan Dev Ji. And Guru Arjan Dev Ji Maharaj said that the vars, the works written by Bhai Gurdas, will work like a key for all Santmat followers to understand the teachings of Guru Granth Sahib. It will help them to do meditation. It will help them to have faith in the master and go to their real home. Anyone who becomes a paramsant or perfect master, first he becomes a disciple. The relationship between the disciple and the master is very deep. Even though they live in two different bodies, they are one and the same thing. And they merge in each other in such a way that even though outwardly they look like two different bodies, but from within they are one and the same thing. It is not true that all initiates get stuck in this world, that they get involved in and lost in this world and do not progress. Because Master Kripal Singhji used to say, the truth is never destroyed, it always remains alive. There are many dear ones among you who do a lot of meditation within whom the Master is manifested. They see the master and talk to him face to face, and whenever they want, they can have him present in front of them. There are many dear ones among this group who are very devoted to the master. The disciple who recognizes the master and who has reached such kind in the lifetime of the master will never make the mistake of giving initiation without the authorization or the permission of the master. In fact, the real yearning, the real devotion, and real love for the Master is created only within such a disciple who recognizes the Master. This is my own experience, that the disciple who has been appointed by the Master to work in his place, and who has been told to do the seva of giving initiation, it is very difficult for the Master to make them understand it is very difficult for the master to convince them that they should do their work because they do not have any interest in doing that work and they know that they cannot take the place of their master. But because they are bound in the love of the master and because they have to obey the commandments of the master and they know there is no other sin than not obeying the commandment of the master, that is why they bow down to his orders and they accept that. Such disciples, those who work in the place of the master, with his authorization or with his orders, they never get involved in criticism and they never form parties and they never create such kinds of divisions in the Sangha. In fact, they are full of humility 
and they have so much love for the master within them that it is coming out from every single cell of their body. That is why, even though they are not interested in doing that work which has been given to them by the master, but because they are bound in his love and they have to obey his commandments, that is why they do it. Master Kripal Singh Ji personally told me, and I still remember that story when he told me, how his beloved Master Sawan Singh convinced him to obey the commandment of giving initiation. He told me that Master Sawan Singh had said, Look here, Kripal Singh, I don't want my teachings to be lost in this world, because there will be many people who will be capable of explaining the theory but just explaining the theory is not enough. It cannot take you above. Giving the initiation is not only explaining the theory, it is taking on the responsibility for the souls and saying all those things, Master Sawan Singh convinced Master Kripal Singh to do the job. He also said that a blind person cannot substitute for the person who has eyes and he cannot lead people to their destination because he does not have any eyes. Whereas the person who has two eyes can easily lead people to their destination. When Master Kripal Singh was telling me all these things, I was trembling and I felt as if the earth below me was moving. I was wondering why Master had started talking about that all of a sudden. When he was telling me all these things, I was not in very good shape, but suddenly he said, you will have to give out the message of truth to the people. I wept in front of him and I told him, Master, you know that I do not know anyone in this world. I do not have as much worldly knowledge as you do. When even you who are such a great being and you who own so much of the worldly knowledge, when you are opposed and criticized by the people, where do I stand? People will criticize me and I don't have any worldly knowledge. How will I be able to do all this work? So I request that you always stay with us. May your shadow always be with us and may we always enjoy your grace. You remain here and you do your work and we will be very happy just sitting with you. He said, no, you should not worry about that because when a bad person does not stop doing his bad deeds, why should a good person stop doing his good deeds? And you have to do this work. Dear ones, he did not look at my weeping. He did not look at my trembling. But he embraced me and told me, don't worry. I am always with you and nothing bad will happen. Your work is only to convey the truth. Dear ones, you know that up until now I have never gone out in the world according to my own wish, and I can't even do that. I have always said, wherever you send me, I go there, and I only give out your message. You can very well imagine the condition of the person who does not know anyone in the world, and who has spent all his life sitting underground. But if he is told to come out into the world, and go out into the world, just imagine how he would feel. It is not very easy to come out into the world for a person who does not know anything about this world and who does not know anyone in this world. It's not easy like visiting your aunt's home. It is very difficult. 
You know, that in the beginning when I came out, many people, the learned dear ones, came to me and they explained to me that I should not go out. They were telling me how Papu was still a kid because you already know that at that time, when people started coming for the first time, Papu didn't even know good English. You are very well aware of that fact. They told me that it was not good for me to go out into the world with this small kid who does not know any good language. I told them, no, it's not in my control. It is not in my hands because I neither know Papu nor his family. I don't know anyone, but I'm sure and I can see that my beloved master is with me, his power is with me, and everything is going to be with me so I don't have to worry about anything. And then he quotes from Bhagirdas's Var. I sacrifice myself on those disciples of the master who had the darshan of the master. Bhagirdas lovingly says, I sacrifice myself, I lay down my life for them, I cut myself into four pieces for those dear ones who have gone and had the darshan of my beloved master. Dear ones, what can we say about the importance of those who have had the darshan of the master? Because it is not a very small thing and it is not a very easy thing to have the darshan of the master. All the masters have talked about the importance of those who have had the darshan of the master. Guru Nanak Sahib also said, O Nanak, those who have had the darshan of the master, they never go back into the mother's womb and they never have to suffer pain. Because those who have the darshan of the master, they become the liberated ones. I sacrifice myself on those disciples of the Master who bowed down to and sat in the congregation of the Master. He said, I sacrifice myself even for those disciples of the Master who bowing down their head to the Master have gone and sat in his Sangat. He has sung the great importance of the Sangat. To sit at the feet of the Master is the best satsang. And with his own grace, the master even allows us to do the satsang in his name. We can all even call that meeting the congregation of the satsang. Even that is very important. The dear ones sit together in the name of the master, in the remembrance of the master, and they feel themselves unburdened and they feel themselves light afterwards. Dear ones, the shabad form of the master is also present there. He is even present there wherever the disciples remember him. I sacrifice myself on those disciples of the Master who speak the sweet words of the path of the Masters. Now he says that I sacrifice myself even for those disciples of the Master who after accepting the teachings of the Masters have a good relationship with the other societies and the other religions and those who keep the harmony and love in their family. I sacrifice myself on those disciples of the master. People get inspiration and even the family gets impressed. And the inspiration of a satsangi's life is good because when people hear 
this satsang, he talks very sweetly, and he has a very good life. Looking at him, they also get impressed. There are dear ones in this group whose parents came to see me. They just wanted to see me, and they told me, we have come to see you because you have done a great sacrifice for our children. I sacrifice myself on those disciples of the Master who love the Guru Bhais, brothers and sisters in faith, as sons and beloved ones. Now he says that I sacrifice myself for those disciples of the Master who understand the other satsangis as their brothers and sisters if they are equal to them in age. If they are younger, they understand them as their sons and daughters. If they are older, they understand them as their parents. So he says, I sacrifice myself on those disciples of the Master who understand the other satsangis as their brothers and sisters, parents, and their children. Because satsangis have to meet again after this life. And as a matter of fact, satsangis are our real relatives. Mahatma Ravidas has said, He who dwells in this city is my companion. I sacrifice myself on those disciples of the Master who in their hearts understand the seva for the Master as pleasing. Now he says that I sacrifice myself for those disciples of the Master to whom the seva of the Master seems very pleasing and very sweet and those who do it devotedly. I sacrifice myself on those disciples of the Master who cross over themselves and also liberate the whole of creation. He says that I sacrifice myself for those disciples of the Master, those who themselves get the liberation and those who liberate the whole creation. The importance of the glory of the disciple of the Master is very great. By being such disciples of the Master, all the sins get destroyed. He says that we cannot describe the glory or the importance of meeting the Master. We cannot even describe the glory and the importance of meeting the disciple of the Master. Because even by meeting the perfect disciple of the Master, millions of our sins are finished. So in this hymn, he described the importance of the disciple of the Master. So we should also be like Bhai Gurdas. We should also do the meditation of the Shabad Nam because he did a lot of the meditation of the Shabad Nam. He became the perfect disciple of the Master and he impressed the other people in this world. Many people came to Guru Arjan Dev Ji Maharaj only because of the impression they received from Bhai Gurdas. Many yogis even came to get the initiation from Guru Arjan Dev because they were impressed by the life of Bhai Gurdas. So like him, we should also do the meditation of Shabad Nam. When we go back home, we should talk about the benefits of this trip. We should tell people about Santmat. We should tell people why it is important for us to follow the path of the Masters and becoming the representatives of the Master and living an exemplary life, we should impress the people so that they may also be attracted to the path.
And I want to conclude by reading a section um, from Master's series of circulars, Master Kripal's series of circulars called How to Develop Receptivity. And going to read from the first one, which was dated June 13th, 1969. There were two series of circulars which Master Kripal issued toward the end of his life. Uh, one in the year 1967, and then this series on receptivity, which was actually issued over five years, four years, between 69 and 73. And um, both of those series of circulars carried with them the, um, you know, what we need to be able to deal with his absence. And I think he did that very deliberately. Anyway, um, it begins by speaking about how group leaders and representatives should be able to assume larger responsibilities than they have hitherto carried out. They should have sufficient knowledge of the teachings to be able to answer most questions on the path and also deal with questions asked on comparative religions with special reference to the Bible when compared to the Surat Shabbat Yoga. And he if a group leader can't do it, should refer to the representative. If the representative can't do it, only then should it be referred to him. Throughout this series, uh, the receptivity pamphlet, the, um, there's kind of a double thrust. On the one hand, the master's sevadars are supposed to be prepared to carry more responsibility. On the other hand, the individual initiate is supposed to not need that so much. In both cases, the idea is that the the physical problem, the physical, <laughs> well, it was the problem, the physical body of the master, which is usually his main problem in terms of, of causing him trouble, um, would be spared. So then he says, I should also like to say a few words about the numerous personal problems which the dear ones referred to me for a solution to their difficulties. While I am happy to give the right guidance, it should also be remembered that those initiated by me are looked after by the gracious master power working overhead, who is ever with his children and can solve all of their problems if they but put themselves in a receptive mood. 
In this regard, an application of sound common sense, together with a calm consideration of the facts, can work wonders in developing receptivity to the master power. Receptivity is the key which can not only solve your material difficulties, but also unlock the kingdom of heaven within you. At the time of initiation, the master imparts his own life impulse. When we remember him, he remembers us with all his heart and soul. He is not the body. He is the word made flesh. To get the full benefit of the master power, the disciple must develop receptivity. It is impossible to develop receptivity until implicit obedience is given to the commandments of the master. When you pay heed to the master's words, then that is a sign that you are growing in love for him. And the more you grow in love for him, the more receptivity you will develop. At this time, I should also like to clarify certain misunderstandings on initiation. Some experience of the light and sound is always given, whether little or great, depending on the background of the person being initiated. It sometimes happens that a man is tense at this time and so reduces his receptivity to the gracious master power working overhead. The best results are achieved when the person being initiated is relaxed and quite fresh and buoyant. However, too much emphasis is placed on the initial experience received at the time of holy initiation. It is the first sign that God's grace has descended on a soul when that person receives initiation from a living master. Such like people who are connected to the word or nam power are most fortunate. It is through the grace of God alone that one is initiated. The greatest service that a disciple can render to the master is to become a fit receptacle so that he can be attuned to the nam power to which he has been connected. However, this takes time. The spiritual path is a difficult one and requires a rigorous self-discipline. We must forever be on the alert against anything that draws us away from the path. We must carry out the master's instructions to the very letter and devote regular time to meditation. We must learn to overcome self-love, which is a fire that consumes and destroys, and learn to cultivate love for God, which is a fire that purges and purifies. Initiation also means that one is accepted by the master to enter the college of spirituality. It is not by any means a graduation. To give you a worldly example, when a student is accepted by a university for a course of study, he is generally overjoyed at the mere acceptance. He does not immediately go to the president and demand his graduation certificate. He knows that he must work hard at his studies in order to pass the intermediate and final examinations before he can be called a graduate. If he does not imply himself, then he should not be surprised if he fails in his examination. 
After passing his final examination, the student is then rewarded with a degree which entitles him to undertake postgraduate studies. If one has to put in so much hard work to obtain worldly knowledge, then how much harder should he expect to work and discipline himself in order to make himself worthy to receive that which the master wishes to bestow on him? Until such time as the disciple begins to develop within and enjoy contact with the inner master, he must of necessity have firm faith in the outer master. The master does not disclose all of his greatness at once, but only in proportion as an aspirant shows his keenness and makes progress on the path, just as a student, when he advances in his studies, gets to know little by little something of the ability of his teacher. Similarly, the master starts just like an ordinary teacher and imparts instructions as any friend or well-wisher would do. In the course of time, he demonstrates the authority of a master and is finally seen to be embedded in sat, or truth, as satguru. At this stage, he and God appear to be merged in one another, and there is no difference between them. Finally, initiation does not mean that life will be a bed of roses for the disciple. In the task of self-purification, physical and mental suffering play their part. Who is there that does not suffer at some time of his life? After initiation, the process of lightening the load, holding the soul in bondage is started. This process can be gone through speedily and happily if the disciple keeps sweet remembrance of the master in his heart and endeavors to remain jolly in his spirits. As the disciple advances on the path, he is given spiritual strength and outer adversities lose their pinching effect. I wish you all speedy progress on the way and side by side with your own spiritual development, let the light shining in each one of you be a source of inspiration to your fellow man. I hope that this circular letter will inspire you all to greater effort so that by the time I come among you, God willing, you will derive greater benefit from the physical presence of the master. With all love and best wishes, yours affectionately, Kripal Singh. And I would just like to make two brief comments in connection with all that. One is that um, while it is very true what the masters say about um, self-discipline, working hard and all that, um, it is also very true that there is nothing in this world sweeter and more pleasant and more desirable than love. And what we get from the Master, what he gives us when he imparts his life impulse to us at the time of initiation and any time that we have been receptive to him is in fact his love. And the knowledge of this, the recognition of this, the awareness of this, which when we meditate, you know, the self-discipline and the work come in in stripping everything away that stands between us and his love.
And when we do that, it does not matter what we are able to experience. The fact is that there is nothing more enjoyable in the whole world. There is nothing sweeter. There is nothing more worth living for than experiencing his love in that way. And the more we experience it, the more that the self-discipline and the hard work and all that takes care of itself. Because why would we want to do anything that would prevent his love from dominating us the way that it can? And the other thing is, uh, remember the talk that Sanchi gave at the very end of the 1996 tour in Acton, Massachusetts, when he spoke about doing the will of God or accepting the will of God. Before before I leave um, at the end in a month or so, I plan to, I probably will read a large section of that talk in satsang. But um, in that talk, he describes how things, everything went wrong for everybody involved. And all the master kept saying is, it's best if we are content with the will of God. And everything, I mean, the people's livelihood, their, they couldn't, their, their comfort level, their, their uh, what they expected, you know, their assumptions, everything that they assumed about daily living, all of it was blasted. They had nothing left. And yet it was because of that that they were spared total annihilation and murder when the conquering king came through. So we don't know. You know, what the Master was trying to tell us in the very last talk that he ever gave in the Western Hemisphere is that we don't know the overall thing. And it is very important, part of the receptivity that Master Kripal is talking about in the circular that we just read, is to be open to and aware of the fact that what is happening to us what the circumstances of our life are. This is the will of God. What we have to contribute, what we can contribute, is how we react to it. And whether we respond, whether we recognize the love that is behind it and the essential part of it, and respond in kind with our love, or whether we don't. And um, I think it cannot be emphasized enough that this this is the promise and it is also the challenge you know the fact of the matter is that the master has given us himself he cannot give us more than he has given us it is quite possible that we can as he says in the circular, you know, learn to see more and more of what he has really given us. But what we have, we have. It doesn't, hasn't gone anywhere, it cannot go anywhere. We are in his presence now, just as much as we ever have been. We are his children, and we exist in his existence, as in fact does everybody in the world. But those who have been initiated or those who are in close contact with people who are initiated, it is true that they have a connection which enables them to more easily experience the love that the Master has for us. 
But the fact is, and Sanchi said this many times, anyone can experience it if they can turn their attention that way and open themselves up. It's just that initiates, um, for initiates, it is easier. So we don't need to worry. We don't need to resent. We don't need to complain. What we have is what we have. We have been given the experience that Ruth Weinstein talked about, you know, which is actually a very profound experience of the reality of the path. That is all of us. You know, we all have that. We are all connected with the Master in that way. All right, I'm going to play tape from uh, June 1992 at Shema's retreat in California. Paramatma, Savankrapalde. Again, I'm going to पटकी हुई आत्मा ते पति व्याकीती अपने नाम दा छिटा मार के शांत कीता I bow down to God Sound <coughs> Nepal who showered so much of their grace on this soul the soul which had gone astray this wandering soul showering so much grace upon is this upon this poor soul and sprinkling the coolness of them who brought peace to the soul. Evadamulli Daat Naam De Sanu Sadhu Santa Mahatma Tri Mil Sagdi Hai Lekan Sada Man Sanu Ajeevi Kism De Avyasa Vich Pasadunda Hai कदे जप तप विचलांदा है, कदे पूजा पाठ विचलांदा है, कदे तीर्थ यात्रा उत्ते तोर दंदा है, कदे पढ़ पढ़ाई विचलांदा है। We can get this precious gift of Nam only from the sadhus, masters and the mahatmas, but our mind is such a strange thing that he always makes us do some other things. Sometimes he makes us do the rites and rituals, the other times he takes us on the places takes us on the pilgrimages and many times he makes us involved in the worship and the other practices. And thus we lose the real thing which we are supposed to do. Paramatma ne vadi hi dhyā karke sanvan sandha jama ditta hundha hai ek tofa hai और इधे विच अगर कोई पूर्ण महात्मा मिल गया नाम मिल गया तो साढ़े अनसान दे जामे विच अपना जड़ा है दमिशन होना है वो पूरा हो जाना है। Showering so much grace upon us, God Almighty has given us this human birth. It is like a precious gift which God Almighty has given to us. If in this human body, if in this human birth, we come across a perfect master. And after receiving the Naam from Him, do the meditation, then our mission for which we have been given this human birth 
becomes fulfilled agar insaan da jama pa ke sanu koi pura guru nahi milda naam nahi milya ga sada duniya de vich auna kise vi lekhe vich nahi hunda ga if after getting this human body this human birth we do not get the perfect master if we do not get the naam then our coming into this world is not counted anywhere it is not successful kyon mahatma kole jana hai kyunki ohna nu ohna ne naam nu ਦੇਖਿਆ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਨਾਮ ਨੂੰ ਪ੍ਰਗਟ ਕੀਤਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਨਾਮ ਦੇ ਫਾਇਦਿਆਂ ਦਾ ਗਿਆਨ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਵਾਈ ਡੂ ਵੀ ਹੈਵ ਟੂ ਗੋ ਟੂ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰਸ ਬਿਕੋਜ਼ ਦੇ ਹੈਵ ਸੀਨ ਦੈਟ ਨਾਮ ਦੇ ਹੈਵ ਮੈਨੀਫੈਸਟਡ ਦੈਟ ਨਾਮ ਵਿਦ ਇਨ ਥੈਮ ਐਂਡ ਦੇ ਨੋ ਦ ਬੈਨੀਫਿਟਸ ਆਫ ਡੂਇੰਗ ਦ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਸ਼ਨ ਆਫ ਨਾਮ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਦੇ ਹਰ ਧਰਮ ਨਾਮ ਤੋਂ ਮੁਕਤੀ ਮੰਨਦੇ ਹਨ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਇਹ ਕਦੇ ਵੀ ਅਸੀਂ ਠੰਡੇ ਦਿਲ ਨਾਲ ਨਹੀਂ ਵਿਚਾਰਿਆ ਕਿ ਉਹ ਨਾਮ ਕੀ ਵਸਤੂ ਹੈ ਕੀ ਉਹ ਲਿਖਣ ਪੜਨ ਬੋਲਣ ਵਾਲਾ ਨਾਮ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਕੋਈ ਹੋਰ ਤਾਕਤ ਹੈ ਆਲ ਦਿ ਰਿਲੀਜੀਅਨਸ ਇਨ ਥਿਸ ਵਰਲਡ ਬਿਲੀਵ ਥੈਟ ਦ ਲਿਬਰੇਸ਼ਨ ਇਜ਼ ਇਨ ਦ ਨਾਮ ਬਟ ਵੀ ਪੀਪਲ ਡੂ ਨਾਟ ਪੇ ਐਨੀ ਅਟੈਂਸ਼ਨ ਟੂ ਵਾਟ ਥੈਟ ਨਾਮ ਰੀਅਲੀ ਇਜ਼ ਵੈਦਰ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਸਮਥਿੰਗ ਵਿਚ ਕੈਨ ਬੀ ਰਿਟਨ ਔਰ ਸਪੋਕਨ ਆਫ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਸਮਥਿੰਗ ਵਿਚ ਕੈਨ ਨਾਟ ਬੀ ਰਿਟਨ ਔਰ ਵਿਚ ਕੈਨ ਨਾਟ ਬੀ ਸਪੋਕਨ ਅਗਰ ਨਾਮ ਲਿਖਣ ਪੜਨ ਬੋਲਣ ਦਾ ਜਬੂਨ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਪੜਨ ਨਾਲ ਹੀ ਸ਼ਾਂਤੀ ਆਉਂਦੀ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਤੋ ਲੰਕਾਪਤੀ ਰਾਵਣ ਚਾਰ ਬੇਦਾਂ ਦਾ ਟੀਕਾਕਾਰ ਪੰਡਤ ਸੀ ਉਹ ਕਾਮ ਦੇ ਹੱਥੋਂ ਤਬਾਹ ਹੋਇਆ ਇਫ ਨਾਮ ਵਾਸ ਸਮਥਿੰਗ ਵਿਚ ਕੁਡ ਬੀ ਰੈਡ ਔਰ ਵਿਚ ਕੁਡ ਬੀ ਰਿਟਨ ਦੈਨ ਦ ਕਿੰਗ ਆਫ ਲੰਕਾ ਰਾਵਣਾ ਹੂ ਵਾਸ ਅ ਵੈਰੀ ਗ੍ਰੇਟ ਸਕਾਲਰ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਥੈਟ ਹੀ ਵਾਸ ਫੂਲਡ ਬਾਈ ਦ ਲਸਟ ਐਂਡ ਹੀ ਲੋਸਟ एवरीथिंग ਸੋ ਤੁਹਾਡੇ ਅੱਗੇ ਗੁਰੂ ਰਾਮਦਾਸ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਦਾ ਛੋਟਾ ਇਹ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਰੱਖਿਆ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਗੌਰ ਨਾ ਸੁਣਨ ਵਾਲਾ ਹੈ ਗੁਰੂ ਰਾਮਦਾਸ ਦੇ ਸ਼ਬਦਾਂ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਜਿਆਦੇ ਨਾਮ ਦੀ ਮਹਿਮਾ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਨਾਮ ਦੇ ਫਾਇਦੇ ਦੱਸੇ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹੈ ਸੋ ਵੈਰੀ ਬ੍ਰੀਫ ਹਿਮ ਆਫ ਗੁਰੂ ਰਾਮਦਾਸ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਇਸ ਪ੍ਰੈਜੈਂਟਡ ਟੂ ਯੂ ਐਂਡ ਯੂ ਸ਼ੁਡ ਲਿਸਨ ਟੂ ਥਿਸ ਵਿਦ ਮਚ ਅਟੈਂਸ਼ਨ ਇਨ ਦ ਹਿਮਸ ਆਫ ਗੁਰੂ ਰਾਮਦਾਸ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ देयर इज अ लॉट ऑफ देयर इज ऑलवेज अ लॉट ऑफ ग्लोरी एंड द प्रेज ऑफ द नाम एंड ही ऑलवेज टॉक्स अबाउट द बेनिफिट्स ऑफ द नाम रागमाला चौथा पन्ना चाली नाम मिले मन त्रिपुति बिन नाम त्रिग जीवास नाम मिले मन त्रिपुति बिन नाम त्रिग जीवास हुन गुरु साहिब कहंदे है ना त दुनिया दी हुकूमत दे अंदर शांति है ना कोई राज पाठ हासिल करण विच शांति है ਨਾ ਕੋਈ ਵਿਸ਼ੇ ਪਕਾਰਾਂ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਕੋਈ ਸ਼ਾਂਤੀ ਹੈ ਨਾ ਐਸ਼ੋ ਇਸ਼ਰਤ ਕਰਨ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਕੋਈ ਸ਼ਾਂਤੀ ਹੈ ਨਾ ਗੁਰੂ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਸੇਜ਼ ਦੈਟ ਨੀਦਰ ਇਨ ਗੇਨਿੰਗ ਔਰ ਨੀਦਰ ਇਨ ਗੈਟਿੰਗ ਦ ਪਾਵਰ ਆਫ ਥਿਸ ਵਰਲਡ देयर इज नो पीस ਨੀਦਰ देयर इज द पीस इन गेटिंग द पावर ऑफ द किंगडम्स ऑफ दिस वर्ल्ड देयर इज नो पीस इन द प्लेजर्स ऑफ दिस वर्ल्ड देयर इज नो पीस इन गेटिंग ऑल द कंफर्ट्स ऑफ दिस वर्ल्ड अगर परमात्मा दया करके ਸਾਨੂੰ ਕੋਈ ਰਾਜ ਪਾਠ ਦੇ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਸਾਡੀ ਹੋਰ ਸ਼ਾਂਤੀ ਭੰਗ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਅਸੀਂ ਆਪਦੇ ਗਮਾਂਡੀ ਨੂੰ ਦਬਾਉਣਾ ਚਾਹੁੰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਕਿ ਇੱਥੇ ਵੀ ਸਾਡਾ ਹੀ ਅਨੁਸ਼ਾਸਨ ਚੱਲੇ ਇਫ ਗ੍ਰੇਸ਼ੀਅਸਲੀ ਗੋਡ ਆਲ
we lose our peace more because after getting one kingdom we wish that we also become the owner of the kingdom of our neighbor we wish that our discipline our power our rule should be all over ਇਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਮਿਹਰ ਕਰਕੇ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਧਨ ਦੌਲਤ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਹਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਵੀ ਤ੍ਰਿਪਤੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਅਗਰ ਅਸੀਂ ਲੱਖ ਜੋੜਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਕਰੋੜ ਜੋੜਨ ਦੀ ਹੋਰ ਹੋਰ ਲੱਗ ਜਾਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਹੋਰ ਪਰੇ ਪਰੇ ਮਨ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਇਨ ਦਾ ਸੇਮ ਵੇ ਇਫ ਗੋਡ ਆਲਮਾਈਟੀ ਗਿਵਸ ਅਸ ਦਾ ਵੈਲਥ ਸਟਿਲ ਵੀ ਲੂਜ਼ ਆਵਰ ਪੀਸ ਮੋਰ ਬਿਕੋਜ਼ ਇਫ ਵੀ ਹੈਵ ਕਲੈਕਟਡ 1 ਲੱਖ ਦੈਟ ਇਸ 100000 we desire to collect million and in this way we go much farther away from god almighty guru nanak sahib says that the more we go on collecting the wealth the farther we go away from him khayal aunda hai ki shayad bade log shant honge gyani log shant honge kyunki inhone kafi kitabi gyan hasil kita hoya hai it may occur to one that maybe those who have read so much those who are literate those who are scholars since they have read so many books and they have got so much knowledge maybe they have the peace lekin bas vasa karan di aadat pai jandi hai guru nanak sahib kehnde hai jeta padhya teta kadhya but those people get the habit of arguing guru nanak sahib says that he who reads more gets the habit of arguing more guru nanak dev ji maharaj te itho tak kehnde hai padhya murkha khie jis lab lob ahankara ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾ ਸਾਡੇ ਅੰਦਰੋਂ ਲੋਭ ਦੀ ਲੋਭ ਨਹੀਂ ਘਟਿਆ ਕ੍ਰੋਧ ਨਹੀਂ ਘਟਿਆ ਹੰਕਾਰ ਨਹੀਂ ਘਟਿਆ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਸੇਸ ਦੈਟ ਕਾਲ ਹਿਮ ਐਜ਼ ਅ ਫੂਲਿਸ਼ ਵਨ ਹੂ ਸਟਿਲ ਹੈਜ਼ ਦ ਗ੍ਰੀਟ ਐਨ ਅਟੈਚਮੈਂਟ ਵਿਦ ਹਿਮ ਈਵਨ ਆਫਟਰ ਰੀਡਿੰਗ ਸੋ ਮਚ ਇਫ ਆਫਟਰ ਰੀਡਿੰਗ ਆਲ ਦ ਸਕ੍ਰਿਪਚਰਸ ਐਂਡ ਈਵਨ ਆਫਟਰ ਰੀਡਿੰਗ ਸੋ ਮਚ ਦ ਗ੍ਰੀਟ ਐਨ ਅਟੈਚਮੈਂਟ ਐਂਡ ਦ ਅਦਰ ਪੈਸ਼ਨਸ ਆਰ ਸਟਿਲ within us if they have not decreased then we are not more than a foolish man eh de vich guru ramdas ji maharaj kise di nindya nahi karde koi padhan nu bura nahi kende ge agar assi padange ta hi sanu sujhi aayegi lekin jithe sanu padhan da shauk hai vicharan da shauk hai utthe sanu samjh ke vi padhna chahida hai ki jo kuch main padhda hai main is te khud amal karda ha guru ramdas ji maharaj does not mean to say that we should not read at all because unless we read the books unless we read the scriptures we do not get the understanding but as we read and as we try to understand the scriptures the words written in the books at the same time we should also consider practicing that we should think in our within whether we are living up to what we are reading sada padhna padhona is tarah hai punjab di mashhoor masal hai panchayat aaye sir mathe parnala utthe hi ਸੋ ਨਾ ਅਸੀਂ ਕੰਮ ਛੱਡਦੇ ਆ ਨਾ ਕ੍ਰੋਧ ਛੱਡਦੇ ਆ ਨਾ ਲੋਭ ਨਾ ਮੋਹ ਨਾ ਹੰਕਾਰ ਸਿਰਫ ਹੰਕਾਰ ਜ਼ਰੂਰ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਅਸੀਂ ਇਤਨੀਆਂ ਪੋਥੀਆਂ ਪੜ੍ਹ ਲਈਆਂ ਹਨ ਇੰਨੇ ਗ੍ਰੰਥ ਪੜ੍ਹ ਲਏ ਹੈ ਔਰ ਜੋ ਬਹਿਸ ਮਵਾਸਾ ਕਰਨ ਲੱਗੇ ਮੁਲਕਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਅੱਗੇ ਲਾ ਲੈਨੇ ਹੈ ਆਵਰ ਰੀਡਿੰਗ ਇਜ਼ ਸਚ ਐਜ਼ देयर ਇਜ਼ ਅ ਸੇਇੰਗ ਇਨ ਪੰਜਾਬ दैट ਦੀ ਅਥਾਰਟੀਸ ਕੇਮ ਟੂ ਮੈਨ ਸਮ ਇਰੈਗੂਲਰਿਟੀ ਬਟ ਆਫਟਰ ਦੇ ਲੈਫਟ ਸਟਿਲ दैट ਇਰੈਗੂਲਰਿਟੀ irregularity remained there in the same way we people go on reading the books and the scriptures but still the lust is there the greed attachment egoism all those passions are still within us even after reading so much and the only thing we get from reading the books is we get proud of ourselves and then we get in the habit of the argument and then we go on arguing with the people maharaj ji ਇੱਕ ਪੰਡਤ ਦੀ ਮਿਸਾਲ ਦੇ ਕੇ ਸਮਝਾਉਂਦੇ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਸੀਗੇ ਕਿਸ 
ਕਿਤਾਬਾਂ ਦੇ ਲੱਦ ਕੇ ਕਬੀਰ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਨਾਲ ਬਹਿਸ ਵਾਸਾ ਕਰਨ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਗਿਆ ਅਗੇ ਕਬੀਰ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਤਾਂ ਘਰੇ ਨਹੀਂ ਸੀ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦੀ ਬੇਟੀ ਕਮਾਲੀ ਕਰੇ ਸੀ ਉਹਨੂੰ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਪੁੱਛਣ ਲੱਗਿਆ ਕਿ ਕਬੀਰ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਦਾ ਘਰ ਇਹ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੀ ਕਬੀਰ ਦਾ ਘਰ ਅਸਮਾਨ ਤੇ ਯਹਾਂ ਸਿਰ ਅਲੀ ਗੈਲ ਪਾਉਣਾ ਟਿਕੇ ਪਪੀਲ ਦਾ ਪੰਡਤ ਲਾਦੇ ਬੈਲ ਕੀ ਤੂੰ ਕਬੀਰ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਨੂੰ ਅਨਸਾਨ ਸਮਝਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਕੋਲ ਮਾਲਕ ਹੈ ਜਿੱਥੇ ਕਬੀਰ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਦਾ ਸੱਚਖੰਡ ਦਾ ਵਾਸੀ ਹੈ ਉੱਥੇ ਤੇ ਕੀੜੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਪਹੁੰਚ ਸਕਦੀ ਕਿ ਤੂੰ ਏਡਾ ਵੱਡਾ ਕਿਤਾਬਾਂ ਦਾ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਬੈਲ ਲੱਦੇ ਹੋਏ ਆ ਕਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਲੈ ਕੇ ਉੱਥੇ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਪਹੁੰਚ ਜਾਏਗਾ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਯੂਜ਼ ਟੂ ਟਾਕ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਦ ਪੰਡਿਤ ਹੂ ਫਿਲਡ ਅਪ ਅ ਕਾਰਟ ਲੋਡ ਆਫ ਦ ਬੁੱਕਸ ਐਂਡ ਵੈਂਟ ਟੂ ਕਬੀਰ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਟੂ ਆਰਗਿਊ ਵਿਦ ਹਿਮ ਵੈਨ ਹੀ ਵੈਂਟ देयर ਕਬੀਰ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਵਾਸ ਨਾਟ ਪ੍ਰੈਜ਼ੈਂਟ ਇਨ ਹਿਸ ਹੋਮ ਬਟ ਹਿਸ ਡਾਟਰ ਕਮਾਲੀ ਵਾਸ देयर ਐਂਡ ਵੈਨ ਪੰਡਿਤ ਆਸਕਡ ਹਰ whether that was the home of kabir sahib she replied that the home of kabir is in the sky the path to which is very slippery slippery not even an ant can go there opened it why are you carrying this cart full of the books she said that the place where kabir resides is the sachkhand and not even an ant can go there the path of, the path to go there is very slippery and not even an ant can go there opened it you think that you will be able to enter the home of kabir with this cart full of the books our final bhajan is on page 184 baksho bakshanhara pg Oh beloved forgive you are the forgiver Oh beloved forgive you are gracious to the suffering ones We are the sinners the useless souls you are the forgiver gracious to the suffering ones We are wandering to door after door Oh beloved Kripal have pity cure the disease of egoism make us free from the trap of the negative power giving advice make this foolish one understand oh beloved take care of the souls always i utter thine thine i make this request and pray oh beloved may i never forget you oh all powerful provider of all the lord giving up all the support of the world a jab a jab has come and fallen at your door forgive all the faults o beloved kripal listen to this plea o beloved forgive you are the forgiver o beloved forgive you are gracious to the suffering ones bhajan of sanchi on page 184 bakasho bakashana hara piya ji bakasho dina deal piya bakasho bakashana hara piya ji bakasho dina deal piya asi papi haji vane kahare tusi bakashinda ho dina de ahare asi papi haji vane kahare tusi bakashinda ho dina de ahare 
Fede hasa asi dare dare mare. Fede hasa asi dare dare mare. Tada sakaro kere pahala piahaji. Bakashodina de alpia. Bakasho bakashanahara piahaji. Bakasho dina de alpia. Hungata home adaro gametahavo. Kala de jalacho ahana chudahavo. Hungata home adaro gametahavo. Kala de jalacho ahana chudahavo. Murakanu de matasamajavo. Murakanu de matasamajavo. Ruhanu sambahala piyahaji. Bakashodina de alpia. Bakasho bakashanahara piyahaji. Bakashodina de alpia. Tera tera me sadahi pukara. Venati karate are jagujahara. Tera tera me sadahi pukara. Venati karate are jagujahara. Dilatopia ji kadina visara. Dilatopia ji kadina visara. Samrata Prabhu Prite Pahala Piyahaji Bakashodina De Alpia Bakashobakashanahara Piyahaji Bakashodina De Alpia Dunia De Sabachadeke Sahare Akeya jai bateri digya devahare. Dunia de sabacha deke sahare. Akeya jai bateri digya devahare. Mafkaro ji avaguna sare. Mafkaro ji avaguna sare. Arajasano kire pahala piyahaji Bakashodina de alpia Bakashobakashanahara piyahaji Bakashodina de alpia Oh beloved forgives You are the forgiver Oh, beloved, forgives. You are gracious to the suffering ones. May God bless us all.